In other words, they were able to have their unity as long as they set aside their doctrinal differences. Can you sense the tension of that? On the one hand, there's something extremely positive about the fellowship and the spiritual unity that was real. But there is serious danger in trying to ignore the doctrinal differences altogether. That seems to be the drift of our culture today. The axiom for our times is the statement, Doctrine divides. It's true historically. Doctrine does have a tendency to divide people. Have you ever wondered why it divides? Liberal institutions seem to achieve a high level of toleration for viewpoints other than their own. By contrast, the conservatives seem to fight over many things. But liberals may not be as tolerant as one might think. They tend to be lax on doctrine until the discussion turns to conservative doctrine. Then they become vociferous against it. Those who pride themselves on being open-minded quickly become close-minded. I believe the basic reason why liberal churches are able to tolerate such a wide variety of doctrines is because doctrine doesn't matter to them much at all. They have no passion about the essential content of the Christian faith. Whereas in the conservative milieu, people are prepared to give their lives for the truth of the Scriptures, because they see these things as having eternal significance. For those of the liberal persuasion, the environment can be very diverse with respect to the tenets of creedal statements of Christianity, because it doesn't matter to them. But creeds do matter to believers, because believers are concerned about the content of their faith. Believers who are trying to be faithful to the Scriptures know that on virtually every page of the New Testament epistles, there is an exhortation with respect to guarding the truth of the faith once delivered. Paul is very concerned, as he gives advice to Timothy, to Titus, and others, to warn the church about those who would undermine the truth of the apostolic faith by means of false doctrine. The strongest indictment against 19th-century liberalism was that waged by the Swiss theologian Emil Brunner in his classic work Das Midler, or The Mediator. In this work, he talked about the Christology developed in 19th-century theology that resulted in the denial of the deity of Christ and of his substitutionary atonement. Brunner said that he could define the essence of 19th-century liberalism in one word, and the word was unglaub, or unbelief. He said that 19th-century liberalism was a monument to unbelief. The most volatile controversy in the history of theology was the Protestant Reformation of the 16th century. This controversy centered around two main questions. What is the gospel? And what must I do to be saved? Martin Luther endured great hardship and the hostility of multitudes of people as the furor of that controversy raged on. Toward the end of his life, Luther observed that the light of the gospel had broken through in his day and lightened the darkness. Remember the motto of the Reformation, Post Tenebras, Lux, that is, after darkness, light. Luther said that it was inevitable that before long the truth of the gospel would be hidden once more in obscurity. The reason he gave was that where the gospel is preached, it divides and controversy ensues.
People don't want ongoing...